Gab and Girl Time contains explicit sexually mature themes and is intended for a mature audience. The opinions expressed here do not necessarily reflect the views of any platforms, sponsors, or social media. Von Bieberhausen, and I would like to officially issue a trigger warning for this episode. Beep, 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 beep. Hi. <laughs> How you doing? Hey, it's April 26th. It is April 2022. Tomorrow is my daughter's 29th birthday. Nice. 29th? 29th. Wow. Yeah, yesterday, last year... I was, she turned the age I was when I had her. So that's when I decided you are an official full-grown adult. Oh. If I was able to have you and raise you, (laughs) then now you, my love, are fully in charge of you. I had my first one at 23, so... Uh, yeah, you have to be like, that's great for you. You get to be like, look, bitch, you're 23. I had you at 23. Skadoo the least skadoo. Bye-bye. <laughs> right? Okay, so, so the reason for my trigger warning today is we have our first trans guest on first today. First binary trans guest. <gasps> what? <laughs> non-binary or binary. I am binary. So you like are. I'm a trans man, but like Cleo's been on here and they're non-binary. Okay, thank yeah. you. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. I'm yeah. sorry. No, you're Thanks. fine. That's what hey. I'm here for. So our first binary trans man. And okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. We Go need ahead. to address this. You address because this. first of all, I didn't book this guest. And nothing against you. But I've been pretty adamant about men not being on our podcast. That's fair. So I would like to say right now that by you being on the guest, by being our guest, I am in no way saying that you are female. <laughs> Just so that you understand this, because it's very important to me. We, it's, we've had a hard time getting trans females on the show, a lot of it from scheduling, because I have a couple friends that want to do it, but... Their job never lets them come on Tuesdays, and they just haven't gotten with me with a better thing. Um, But I just want to say, this is not a thing. I do not see you as female. And so I'm kind of a clump about this whole ordeal because it's not June either. It's you know, not. it's not and, Gab and Gay time. And so, I personally wasn't even thinking. But Braddy about takes those responsibility things. for this and the integrity of the show at the moment. <laughs> yes, I do, because I met this person uh, a few months ago, and I'm sorry, I like interesting people, and I think that they're an interesting person, and that oh, they they thanks. have a very very interesting story and journey to share. Well, and I want to hear about it. And it's our show. If you want to hear about it, that's fine. Just go ahead and turn it off right now. Our show, and we can change the rules anytime we want. We say what we want. We can do what we want. So I, I just want everyone to know, though, because I know 
that I bring sometimes opposing viewpoints to the platform so people can hear opposing opposing viewpoints. Not ne- Sometimes I'm just being a pot stirrer. It's not necessarily these are my core beliefs or whatever. But I have been pretty, you know, very feminist and very almost to the turf side, even though I'm not. I asked my daughter, I'm like, what does that actually mean? But then she was like, trans exclusionary is the te of the turf and i'm like trans exclusionary radical feminist is i said but i'm not trans exclusionary i am kind of a radical feminist but that's having the elderlies i think any woman (laughs) you talk to over 50 becomes a little bit more of a radical feminist as the times go but yeah uh so (laughs) please welcome Yes, please welcome. Please welcome Aubrey. Thank you. Hi, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> I also, my masculinity is not fragile enough to be offended. I mean, and there are plenty of people who do think I'm a woman, even though I'm trans. But What? Yeah. Can I say that, really? Yeah. See? Well, just okay. because they're like, you know, they're like, you were born a certain way, so no matter what you do, you're going to be that way. And I'm like, I have pictures of me as a child. Nobody was shocked. Like, when yeah. I came out to my parents, they were like, oh... You don't say. I would have never expected that. Shocker. Right. You're a boy. I thought you cut your hair off for fun. No, yeah. Nobody was shocked. Okay, so take us back to the beginning then. Um, when did you first become conscious of feeling not in your body? Well, um, so pretty much my whole life, um, I, you know, I was what most people would call a tomboy. Um, I wore my brother's clothes. I, um, you know, I played with stereotypical male things. Um, I always wanted to cut my hair off. Um, I had like, you know, school age crushes on girls, like, but obviously I didn't have the language for it at that young age. But when I was eight, um, and my mom had told me this after I came out to her when I was eight. Uh, my parents, like I didn't grow up in a religious household, um, which is weird being from Alabama. But um, yeah, yeah. That, like on. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Your birth certificate. Alabama. Do what? Where in Alabama? Uh, uh, so Athens, Alabama, but it's like near Huntsville and Decatur. Okay. Um, but my parents didn't really raise us, raise us religious, so they weren't very restrictive on like the TV that we watched or, you know, they didn't. um shelter us like like most parents do um and so at one point I had seen like a a documentary about trans people and at the time we were called transsexuals um and at eight years old I saw this documentary and I asked my mom if I was a transsexual because I was like that's me like Mm -hmm. he he got had top surgery and he's married to a woman and he gets to wear boys clothes and do what he wants and and that's me and so of course at eight my mom was like oh no you know that's just you're just a tomboy but as I got older she was like you know I kind of always thought you might you might bring this to me and I was like you're welcome (laughs) I mean parents we know deep down yeah we yeah Yeah, we know oh yeah and when Sarah came out I was like I was wondering when you were gonna tell me you know like right. she was like i didn't even know um, yeah like that was me yeah. at yeah. eight yeah so nobody was surprised <laughs> so uh, i i feel like i knew for the majority of my life and then like a lot of trans people i first you know came out as gay um and identified as a lesbian and then um as i got older you know you learn more and um and then 
one of my friends had started to transition and that was when it was like the light bulb that was like wait I can actually do this like I can I can be who I was supposed to be this whole fucking time um, and uh, went from there essentially uh, this might be way too personal you know, yeah you, do you, you, were you born intersex no okay Mm-mm. not not to I mean, my because knowledge. that's a you know mm-hmm. that's a thing too yeah but, it is mm-hmm. very much a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not even yeah. a question yeah. that I would have even thought about asking yeah. today, but I'm um, glad you I did. mean, just because, uh, and your parents sound supportive. They don't yeah. sound like the type of parents who would push a child into one gender or another at, at a very, very young age. Yeah. No. And that's why I asked that question. My parents did not care. No. When did mm. you come out to them? Uh, which time? <laughs> oh. Well, <laughs> um, all of them. Well, I came out, um, I first came out as bi-curious when I was 13. Um, and my dad actually, uh, laughed in my face and he was like, I'm not stupid. <laughs> and, um, then, um, implying that he knew. Yeah. That you, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He knew that, that I was interested in girls and, um, and then I got a little bit older and I identified like as a like stone cold lesbian from the time I was like 14 until like, uh, uh 22 when I first, um, or yeah, 22. 22 to 23 when I first like started exploring my gender um and um so and then I came out as trans for the first time um around then mm-hmm. but all, all of which uh, my parents took very well yeah they were just like great <laughs> good to know thanks <laughs> for that you that's great yeah. it's great that they're um, supportive yeah um, I'm very fortunate most people do not have that kind of support with as many curveballs as I've thrown <laughs> okay, so I want to uh, talk about pronouns. Okay, okay, because uh, <laughs> Bray's over here. Okay, well, I mean, my question is: she, her. It, is I'm about to get into like the psyche of it, and mm-hmm. I'm about to ask the question: Why? Why transition? Yes, because it was life or death. If um, if I did not transition, I would be dead. I think that's what people do not understand. The first time I came out as trans, I was dating someone who was not supportive. Um, she had at first tried to be. Um, I was going by Elijah, um, and she would not let me start testosterone. Granted, of course, I was an adult, so I made my own choices. But when you're in that type of abusive relationship, you don't. Um, it's really hard to uh, do what you need to to be happy. Um, so. She fought it for a very long time, and she wouldn't call me by my birth name, or not my birth name, my chosen name, and um, then she was finally like, okay, fine, you can go on testosterone, you just can't get top surgery, because you can bind, and then everyone's happy, because then you're flat, and then I get to still have your chest, and I was like, okay, great, <laughs> um, and I went on testosterone, and was on testosterone for four months, um, uh, but while I was on testosterone, she made me do sit-ups, because if I was going to be a guy, I had to at least be a guy she was attracted to, and I can't be like like too mad because she was a lesbian like 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 there was no if ands or buts it doesn't matter uh about genitals or anything it was it was she is attracted to women after all that happened and all the pressure that I felt from her and her family and and some of her friends who also were not supportive like they would also refuse to call me by the name that I had chosen at the time I basically detransitioned for three years until we broke up I which was why I chose the name Aubrey because it was gender neutral and made her happy I've I eventually like felt more at home 
in the name Aubrey. Um, but I did it out of necessity for survival and, um, and not in like a literal, she was going to kill me way, but mentally. Right. Because you're, you sounded like that you were together for a while. Five years. Five years, which is a long time yeah. in an adult relationship. Yeah. At 21. And, yeah. 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 And <laughs> being so young yeah. there. Yeah. I can. Yeah. I can see it. And then so when I went, I went those three years, you know, detransitioning and then um, I had started dating somebody else um, who had heard me, you know, talk about uh, my what I called at the time trans former trans experience. Um, And then one day she was like, what pronouns do you want me to use? And that just like fucking through me because I was like what do you mean it's she her I'm not and then that just started a spiral um and uh she was like do you want to get top surgery and I was like I really fucking do I I had like messaged a lot of my friends and I was like I'm going by they them pronouns and um you know this is gonna be a slow process the next week I started testosterone the next week after I said (laughs) that I wasn't going to I started testosterone and the difference in living and existing was paramount from that moment because it was, I was just here on, on a floating fucking rock. And then when I started seeing the changes, facial hair and my voice deepening and stuff like that, it was like, it, it was just like taking a deep breath for the first time in your whole fucking life. Like imagine, imagine you've been drowning your entire life and then it, it, you know, 27 years old, you breathe again. <laughs> well, you're yeah. finally up Did to the surface. Yeah. See yourself in the mirror, finally. Yeah. yeah. Was your pre transition body, was it female shaped? Um, or did you have more of a boxy? It was athletic. It was definitely, uh, I was not athletic. It was definitely, uh, I'm way <laughs> more athletic just, now. <laughs> you, are, you are a. Um, smaller person however that does not mean you could not be athletic right so well i just wasn't because i wasn't <laughs> um but i um i, I don't know i've seen your pictures i you am now to be a little i athletic. am i'm a lot more athletic now i do rock climb and stuff but, um i used to like because because i was binding like there was only there's only so much you can do in a binder i really like i love running um but <laughs> you're gonna die like you can't you cannot breathe binders are extremely compressing um and and they're supposed to be it's supposed to make you flat that's the whole point but um as far as like exercising for me it just was incredibly difficult pre-transition I was a little bit curvier especially like like the love handle like hip area especially if I weighed more um but uh I definitely when you do take hormones your body redistributes fat uh based on which hormone you're taking so since i'm on testosterone my fat moved from my hips and my ass to my stomach um so i have more fat here than i do on my back or or anything like that anymore um and also the weight like in my arms and like my upper body redistributed like it's it's a lot more muscly even if i like didn't work out the the muscles yeah, yeah yeah um they they just become more defined or at least it did for me Hmm. so do people mispronoun you a lot um no or misgender you is the word i guess i'm looking for not anymore they did um 
the facial hair definitely helps uh, wearing masks. Um, I got misgendered a little bit more because uh, I, I have really long fucking eyelashes. Thanks, Mom. I was about to say, you've yeah. got beautiful eyes. You do eyes. have beautiful yeah. eyes, but um, there are a lot of yeah, but, men I with mean, beautiful my eyes. My husband has beautiful yeah. eyes, too. So, yeah. yeah. yeah that doesn't but matter. But that and being my five feet tall eyes. and, you know, that all of that coupled together, people were like, I don't really know what, what to call you. <laughs> And I, I, you know, it, it used to really bother me before I started passing. Now I just don't have, I just don't have time to worry about it. <laughs> I, have a, I have a confession to make. Um, I, and I've, this is as far back as I can remember. I am actually intimidated by trans men. When I first met you at the pop-up so many months ago. Mm, Glamour City, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I admit I was intimidated just because I just didn't know quite know how to approach you, mm-hmm. even though I'm very, very social. All I had to do was go up and say, hi, my name is Braddy. Right. You know, but something inside of me was just and I don't know what it is. It, it's almost like maybe I just didn't want to offend you or run the risk of offending you. Right. So it would just be easier for me to just kind of sulk back into yeah. the. <laughs> into the corner and just be like oh wait yeah. introduction. right yeah. right or for somebody else to introduce me yeah. there but it's you're not the only trans man that it's happened to mm-hmm. um i'm getting better and i would like to thank you because you're part of that well, I'm glad. you've been yeah. so you've been just so kind to me you know just well i think a lot of people um especially trans people we're so used to having to defend ourselves it just 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 to fucking exist yeah <laughs> you know i mean uh, you know it's we're so used to like being on edge and being like no i am i am this i am this i have felt this way etc cetera, etc cetera, that a lot of the times when people like you who come to us who are wanting to be educated a lot of people immediately put their guards up because they're like, you know, they're trying to get too personal. They're trying to, you know, learn all these things. But here's the yeah. thing. Here's the thing. <clears throat> I had to do the same education. I had to look up stuff about bottom surgery and top surgery and pronouns. I had to ask my friends who were comfortable asking. Now, of course, it's it's nobody's um, job to go through the emotional labor to explain stuff, which is why I'm here, because I'm OK with doing that. But a lot of people aren't because they're so used to fighting that. Um, but yeah, like, I don't want to know what you've got going on. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to, um, exploit you or hurt you in any way. The, any questions would be curiosity or whatever. I'm curious for you though, Braddy, like, is your discomfort around trans males because of how, you know, both of us are not, um, inclined Like, I'm not bi. I'm straight, Mm, uh, leaning. As a matter of fact, I do joke about being a gay man trapped inside my body. Because, like, if I were, I guess I could definitely, I would want to be with men if I were a man. I'm pretty sure. You know? I don't know. I just think so. Maybe not now that I'm older. (laughs) A lot of trans people's sexuality changes after they transition, too. Isn't that interesting? And I, I am as one well? of those people. I, I, <laughs> so you are one of those people. So yeah. you are. So okay, you, so, you want to answer your question? Or <laughs> well, yeah. I'm just curious if you're uncomfortable because you feel a little bit more attraction 
Then, oh, I already yeah, told right. Do you feel then, more attraction to me? Then, well, you know, I mean, that, because I mean, she's possible. not attracted to females right. normally right. in any way, shape, or form, and she's very, you know, murk, murk, that's right. a box that I don't want to get into. <laughs> yeah. right. And so, all pun intended, but I wonder if it just makes you a little uncomfortable because there's more attraction there, but you... You know, it, it could be because I do love men, even though mm-hmm. most of them are fucking idiots. Yeah. You know, I I like dick. I do. One of I my do. favorite sayings is, do you like men? No, but I am attracted to them anyway. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 That is. A, yep. That is yeah. how I feel. So going back, you. um, So your sexuality, which yep. is completely different from yes. your gender. Right. Um. So I, what is that? <laughs> I, I identified, like I said, as a lesbian for the majority of my life. Right. Um, and um, have always found women attractive. Um, and I had always found men attractive, too. Like, mom used to always say that I was boy crazy. Um, but I didn't realize until I was older. I, I still, to this day, have never been with a cis guy. Um, I was not comfortable being with men being seen as a woman. Because the men that wanted to be with me wanted to be with that part of me and not be with me as a man mm-hmm. um and so when i started to pass and i started getting different kind of attention from men i was like okay this ain't so bad <laughs> but so now i really just identify as queer because i don't i like i don't care i'm i'm still very like i would i would say primarily attracted to women and this includes trans women just like femininity in mm-hmm. general but um masculinity is also just hot is just queer hot. the new name for pansexual it depends on who you ask <laughs> it is what, was, i mean that was <laughs> my curious, next like, question I never, too i don't I, it's hard for me to keep up cuz i do have a case of the right. elderlies and i'm trying yeah. very hard and um i do know I offend more trans females Mm -hmm. than I tend. First of all, I never misgender trans males. Probably the facial hair is the biggest thing. And also um, it just registers. Okay, that's a dude. Yeah, trans women have a lot harder time with that. They do. I find it harder when I've known you as your dead person. Mm Mm-hmm. For me personally, um, my daughter is um, in a a relationship with both a female and a trans female. Mm -hmm. And uh, when she first got in the relationship, they had not even started their journey yet. Mm -hmm. So it's been... I've made a lot of mistakes. And even now and again, I will on occasion slip, but... Mm -hmm they're so wonderful she's so great about just you know now she just lets it go because she sees me beat myself up about it like she knows i'm not her enemy Mm. in any way shape or form but i i know how exasperating it is because i hate myself when i do it i Mm. hate that i do that because i know it makes her feel bad so that sucks but um yeah there are so many people that they came out like they had uh, trans visibility day or whatever Mm -hmm. and i'm like 
really, 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 really didn't know. Mm -hmm. Didn't know. Lot and female still, you know, male and female just didn't know because Mm -hmm. if they've already been through the process, whatever you present, that's how I'm going to see you. Right. But I don't know if that's my own mental. That's that's one thing that like a lot of non-binary people and and trans people in general, but um, are trying to sort of kind of like pull away from male and female in general like everything yeah. being gendered clothes jewelry oh, yeah. music colors all of these things which is why when you see someone presenting as masculine or femi- feminine that's why you're like the male or female because societally we're taught that yeah, from, been programmed. From, yeah mm-hmm. from the from from the time from, we pop out mm-hmm. to the day right. we die yep. it's yeah. blue and pink yeah and um and you know that it's it, it can be unlearned but when there is, you know, generational gaps, you know, the, the learning has to go so much further because the, because of how much more ingrained it is. And so getting away, like, um, you were talking about how, if if you, depending on how you present is how I'm going to see you. Um, that's why a lot of people are trying to, uh, get people to, see a person first yes and then and then the first thing you should ask is what are your pronouns because that's going to tell you a lot right there yeah and um that's the new key phrase that's mm-hmm. what we need to if we are trying to be kinder and gentler and exactly. learn more our new key phrase is so what are your pronouns exactly okay. because because someone can present like me and masculine yeah. and not have he him pronouns or as feminine as bratty and not have she her you know so right. it's it's uh, because you don't have to do this or that to identify as anything so it's just just having the pronouns there will put um, a big step forward in um, preventing those offenses from happening yeah that's great mm-hmm. that's good advice too can we talk a bit a little bit about what kind of physical things that you've had to go through like i don't know what all medications you have to take what all you have to change what was it like finding you know, a doctor yeah. here you are in knoxville tennessee your top, has it been your top surgery do you have a compassionate yeah. physician that you see regularly and well i'll tell you to start when i first started uh the, like the first time i went on testosterone was a shit show I had tried, I was on my dad's insurance at the time, um, and I had tried a few different doctors, and I went to one place in Knoxville where the doctor asked me how much testosterone I should be on. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I was like, well, I ain't going back there. Yeah. Um, But then um, through some grapevining, I found uh, Planned Parenthood, which is where a lot of people went before it uh, got burned down. Um, And so now people are having to struggle with that currently um but i went through planned parenthood the first time and then um because i had to i had to get it planned parenthood doesn't form consent so or at least the one in oxville did and so i really just had to go there they had to ask me all of these questions um basically do you know what you're getting yourself into do you know what this is going to do to your body etc cetera, etc cetera. yes sign the dotted line and had you done all your research oh. beforehand and it would do I had been doing research for years without realizing it. I had followed, back when Tumblr was popular, so many trans men because I just found their stories fascinating. I'm sure there was no psychological uh, little ping there trying to steer me in the direction. Have you heard of transition regret? Oh, yeah. I've heard of transition regret and detransition and, and, you know, all, all of these things. And in 
when I first started, it was a concern because it's like, I mean, this is a life changing thing. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of what happens when you start taking hormones, um, especially for trans men or people, trans masculine people, uh, doesn't go back. So like your voice, um, the facial hair or body hair in general will um, like uh, get thinner or lighten and stuff, but it won't it won't completely be like it was before transition. I had to uh, I went I did the informed consent and was able to get on T. Um, but I also knew that for my own mental health, I needed to be seeing a therapist. Um, a lot of places um, require a therapist letter and um, like a primary care physician letter that's like, this person is trans. This person needs to pursue X, Y, and Z. Not to interrupt you, there's a child yeah. <laughs> wailing outside. <laughs> Just sad the about the story. <laughs> um, uh, Please continue. Uh, you know, you're fine. <laughs> Uh, people have to go through like X, Y, and Z um, just to even get an appointment, much less to like actually start hormones. Um, and it's and um, it takes even longer in countries like Canada and the UK because they have um, socialized medicine. So like they their wait lists are much longer. Mm-hmm. So while they they um, uh, don't have to deal with some of the bullshit we have to deal with here, um, they do usually have to wait longer. Um, but their stuff is also covered, so it's uh, usually. Um, and then as far as getting most of the doctors that I've like primary care physicians I've dealt with have been it's it's been it's felt like a sort of like a don't ask don't tell kind of thing where it's like we we know you're trans but like for all intent intenses and purposes or however the fuck you say it you are a woman <laughs> and um but now I have been very unfortunate I actually have a trans male doctor primary care physician oh that's awesome yeah in that Knoxville. is awesome okay so another like weird question that's came from my brain I know you said you didn't want to know about the I'm assuming please no, tell fine. me that um I have not had bottom surgery <laughs> is that what you're gonna ask me no well I'm assuming <laughs> that yeah. yes <laughs> Do the hormones, do the testosterone alter? Do you still have to have pap smears? That's what yes. I'm asking. Can you still get pregnant? Yes. Uh, yes. So, okay. Um, testosterone um, is um, so the way that I explain it to people who have no clue about anything trans related, this is a terrible scenario. And please don't use this to like explain this to any <laughs> cis people. But um, it's similar to like when cis female bodybuilders take anabolic steroids mm-hmm. okay you know for in back in the 90s um they stopped or it might have been late 2000 early 2000s they stopped having the miss olympia because of what was known as man face because when you take testosterone mm-hmm. it changes the your fat uh it you know gives you facial hair it um it make it gives you bottom growth which is where your trigger warning and anatomical terms your clitoris grows whenever you take testosterone okay that makes total sense yeah. because the penis is just an oversized clit yes mm-hmm. exactly um and um but testosterone is not birth control i can still get pregnant um unless you get a hysterectomy which i do plan on getting um but uh you can still get pregnant you still have you still have to have reproductive health care because um especially if you're on testosterone because when you start taking tea for most people your um monthly cycle will stop and when that stops, basically all the muscles and the organs kind of shrivel up. So they and, atrophy. Yeah, they atrophy. And then, um, so like, this this is why it's so important for people to be able to have access to their hormones in a timely manner. Because 
imagine the worst period you've ever had in your fucking life but like but like someone's grabbing your your bits and just like squeezing them apart that's because when when you haven't Mm. had one in years and then you can't get your tea because of whatever fucking reason then the cycle that you have after that is just like the most gut-wrenching pain that you could imagine so it it will it'll cause atrophy it can cause um like severe dryness there are that i don't know about um studies in particular but they always do warn about like cervical cancer and stuff like mm-hmm. when you go to sign mm-hmm. to take these medications for trans men i'm not um completely sure about yeah, how you're, it is for trans you're women speaking so, for you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. By the way, we do know, we do yeah. realize that you don't speak for an entire yeah. community. <laughs> yeah. It's just your yeah. personal experience, yeah. and there will be people in the community listening to this, being like, "No, that isn't right." And we get it, we and you know, it. and that's something that, that, which that I, if I am wrong, I want to be corrected. I mean, so the, tell the me, three <laughs> of us have in common right here. We we have a vagina, mm-hmm. we have ovaries, we have a cervix, and those things oh my god have to be taken care of before anything else right. in my opinion because it affects everything it does in mm-hmm. there yeah and my mom had um cervical cancer so she had to have a full hysterectomy at 28 um, oh my yeah so i'm at like a risk for that so mm-hmm. i i have to get them like every uh eight months like i'm not even supposed to go a full year without a pap so now you have a doctor that completely understands that and yep. awesome yep awesome yeah i'm very very fortunate um and uh but unfortunately uh, it is it is far few in, in between for people to have that kind of care mm-hmm. for trans people in general i can uh, off the top of my head think of five people that are without hormones right now because of someone burning down planned parenthood oh gosh yeah that sucks. I know that it's it does suck. I know that the Pride Center they're actually having a resource mm-hmm. fair tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken, with health resources mm-hmm. and yeah. stuff like that. So, I mean, well, hopefully, if, it's it's a it's sort of it's all right for people who are um, who have been going to Planned Parenthood because right now they're offering the telehealth. So it's like they understand that mm-hmm. you literally don't have anywhere to go. So we can do the telehealth that way. We can fill your prescription. You know and stuff like that but like um for trans masculine people who are taking testosterone like i have to get my uh like hemoglobin checked because i'm at a risk for um cardiac issues because it makes your blood thicker um i have to like donate blood regularly to keep it from getting too thick hey i've read a couple articles where that's like it it's keeping cancer at bay yeah people who regularly donate blood mm-hmm. so i'm thinking about yeah. starting back that's yeah interesting yeah it's you know there's there are definitely like that's why when people want to pursue transition uh, the, you know there are all these forms that you have to sign and stuff because there are health risks you know it, it regardless you just of, hear about just I mean people wake up one day and go okay I'm gonna transition and then just everything happens you know just right then we know that's not the case people right. you're, the majority of people know that there is a lot of red tape that you've got mm-hmm. to go through before, and it ta- could take years. And that's once you decide to transition. Yeah. Like, they don't even talk about how long this person has sat with these feelings and, like, contemplated mm. suicide and contemplated uh, moving and just, like, disappearing and just, you know, deciding that it's just not worth it to not 
be who they are. So why such the hate? That's I mean, I know you can't answer that question, but from from my experience, um, most of on one side of my family uh, is a very uh, large Pentecostal population. And I have Alabama. Yeah, I have (laughs) rolled side. I have I have no issues with religion or whatever God any body believes in or doesn't believe in but there from my experience first identifying as a lesbian and then a trans man just based on my own family extended family um it is 100% out of ignorance and fear it's not like even some of you know you know you have these people who are the nicest people you ever knew who were just so full of hate for someone they they don't even know. Mm-hmm. They have no clue. All they know is they live a different life and that scares them because they feel like it sacrifices their life for some fucking reason when it literally doesn't. <laughs> no, I know. It's, <sighs> and a lot of that is uh, some of the indoctrination about the devil and who the devil is and Baphomet and, you know, Baphomet yeah. is trans issue. I don't know if you guys realize that. No, but no. no idea. No idea what you're no talking idea. about. I mean, I know who Baphomet is, well, but I did like, not know that. Yeah, that the was the goat person that you see sitting on the, you know, with like the peace sign or whatever. Um, if you look, Baphomet has female breast, but it's a male uh, genitalia, and that it is the both combination of both you know and so uh that's what they freak out about with that and that everybody's going to the devil here's the thing i (laughs) i would rather chew off my left fucking foot than be trans i like i can't understand why people think that i that anybody would choose this because it has been fucking hell like <laughs> like i'm very fortunate that i can pursue transition so i don't kill myself but why would i want to spend six thousand dollars on designer mm-hmm. nipples yeah yeah why why would i want to stab myself in the leg in the muscle every week for the rest of my life mm-hmm. why would i want to do that shit it's not a great time I do that for a living. Yeah, I like give shots for a living. Diabetes. Do I? It's like choosing diabetes. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna choose to be diabetic, type one diabetic. Yeah. And, I this you know. you know there's there's so uh, there, are so many other things I would much rather do than that. I'm glad I have the option, but I definitely did not want this, <laughs> and I tried very hard not to. But it was, uh, like I said, it was either it was life and death. <laughs> How hard was your top surgery? to recover from uh it was it actually wasn't terrible um i was on very good drugs the first three days so don't remember much of that part um but um my mom had come up here to help me my girlfriend at the time um was also helping me um so i was i was really able to just kind of like lay around and recover it wasn't as bad i my pain tolerance isn't um terrible so a lot of people uh especially like so when it's basically a double mastectomy Mm -hmm. with male contouring um they have they put drains in at the bottom Mm -hmm. so that way all the like fluids and stuff will drain out a lot of guys say that that or a lot of people say that that's like the worst pain they've ever felt when they pull those drains out i didn't even feel them so it's it's very and still to this day like there are some spots like under my arms that i don't feel anything so it's not 
It really wasn't terrible. Like it was some nerve damage done there. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm sure because they had to, (laughs) you know, and it's two very big scars. So, Mm. you know, it's not. That just defines those pecs. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Exactly. I'm jealous that you now get to go topless at at the pool or at the beach. I can go topless. I probably would not at a public place just because, you know, a lot of people target trans people. So, uh, you know, people who do know what these scars are. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there have been people who've been murdered for it. That's so. the thing that's got to stop. Differing opinion is one thing. Right. But, yeah, but murdering somebody but just because. Uh, harming, just, physically hurting them in any way, shape or form is yeah. completely unacceptable. Yeah. Completely unacceptable. Then, I was furious about south press when uh, jocelyn getting death threats and oh, things yeah. like that it just yeah and trans women of color like it's, it makes it's, me so and that's mad it, that's their everyday life though that's what that's what you and i we don't understand know, we i don't didn't understand. understand to you know at at all and and of course once you're aware of something then you see it everywhere right. it's like a goofy car or something yeah. and you're like oh what a Tesla! What and now you see them everywhere, and you're yeah. just like Tesla. But <laughs> but did you I, see where he bought Twitter today? Oh God! You, do you, he did. He it, bought it. He did. He did. He bought okay. it. Okay, I don't understand. Somebody tell me what damn difference it makes. What it fucking billionaire owns Twitter? It's just about Elon Musk being a tool. <laughs> <laughs> like at least he'll let you say what you want to say. I think that it's interesting Willie? that all the Willie. I mean, you know, I'm, I would, I'm ready. Let's, I would let's like see to it see it. He, has anybody been banned yet today? Has let's he see. started banning people? That's what I'm curious about. I think that people who are dicks to most people, when somebody that has an opposing viewpoint gets into power, they just assume that they're going to be like them, you know? to shut them down and i don't see alon hasn't been campaigning about he shutting anyone's been, but, free I mean, if speech you just down at his entire life that he's it, an immigrant who made it to a, be a billionaire wait <laughs> i'm not you know i'm getting ready to life. say that his i, his I don't par- study his parents him. gave him everything that he's had he's little lord flunthroy or whatever the fuck you call it he, he buys his way for everything. He wants he wants he wants something. He has enough money. He just goes and buys it. That's the one I know. I mean, you're supposed to trust somebody like that that just buys whatever. I trust that, them, but I mean, he does have the ability to buy whatever he wants, and he doesn't buy whatever he wants. He see he you know. Like, I don't know. I've just seen interviews with him with Joe Rogan. I don't study Elon Musk at all. You know, I don't study the man. I'm just curious as I to don't why study him either. Everybody is but, flipping out that you know, he I bought have, Twitter. I just uh, I hate Twitter anyway. I don't, I don't I'm not on Twitter either. I, could I have less. a I have one, but I, I don't care and i'm just curious because that seems to be a thing that really triggers a lot of people and i'm like you're telling me if you had the money maybe you would maybe you wouldn't i don't i'm i haven't dealt money no i would not be buying twitter i would be trying to make this world a better place but you know 
don't know. He's given but, away billions as well, but who knows? To who? I don't know. I don't like I said I haven't researched it. I'm just saying that these are <laughs> these are sound bites that have been yeah, you know, said before. Like, you know. But he's given billions away. Yeah. He has to. If you have so many billions. I know, you have to pay you the taxes have to, on those so many billions. You, he, and he has. He showed his tax returns because somebody said something about that. And he goes, I've paid the most taxes of any human, you know, okay. alive right now or whatever. But if you have billions, you're going to give away so many billions. Just like if you have millions. Like you're a whole thousand there and you give away thousands as well you know? you know i hoard money yeah you give it away too i'm standing right here buddy <laughs> support the poor right <laughs> shit Tesla's poor <laughs> she's got more money than anybody so don't let her fool you who does you here i, I got a tip jar <laughs> I'm just gonna put your money right in there I'll take it. Right? So we were talking about top surgery before we got on the Elon Musk. I don't even remember what we were talking about. He did it again. (laughs) I know. He got what he wanted. It just, anyway. I didn't even get paid. (laughs) Yes, top surgery. What about top surgery? Top surgery. Oh, and we were talking about going to the beach and, Mm -hmm. um, and you didn't want to do it in public spaces that you're not comfortable right. yet because I'm more people comfortable. do target and then yeah. We, yeah okay now that like my scars have lightened a lot um but um there's still there's still always that risk um it's a little um because of where they're at um they're also similar scars to like like cis men who have gynecomastia or like people who lose a lot of weight and have loose skin like they're very similar to those scars so um I do always have those in my back pocket just in case um just out of safety um that's fucking sad that you would have to resort to lying yeah (laughs) about your life yeah (laughs) yeah just so somebody doesn't hurt you yeah what a wicked wicked world we live in yep (laughs) you can't win for losing you Mm -hmm. can't have a billion dollars without somebody hating your ass and you can't decide that you you know she and i are not want to transition elon musk (laughs) at all i have a song by penelope scott i think you'd love brady (laughs) (laughs) i want to i want to be a billionaire though so there you go Well, it's too late you weren't born into it maybe your next life maybe (laughs) (laughs) i'm just gonna put a very healthy insurance policy out on you (laughs) go ahead I live the wilder lifestyle. I would be the first to die. Anyway, we'll have that I'm waiting insurance. for my first death threat so I can go bring it on, motherfucker. You think I'm scared? You can't. You have to, if you want a death threat, you have to be pro Elon Musk. I'll get one from this. No, I'll get one for being anti Elon Musk. He's trying to save America. He's trying to save the world. I doubt it. He's African, isn't he? He's trying to save democracy. Do you not care about democracy? (laughs) Fucking communist. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) 
So what else do you like yep. to do? <laughs> I know you're a photographer, and your pictures are stunning. Just the ones that you show me right there. Now I'm going to have to go stalk your profile and and see. If you had a hundred billion dollars, would you buy a forty-four billion dollar (laughs) camera? I'm sorry. I feel like that is irrelevant to the question. Um, if I had that kind of money, all of my friends would have top surgery. Right, that's, oh. that's what it would go for. Would you have a fund? You'd have a fund. Yeah. Any any top type surgery of top fund. surgery they want. Yeah. That's right. Well, mine still worked to my favor because used to it was just a barometer for dieting. Like if my stomach, if my boobs stuck out further than my stomach, I was good. Now, the elderlies, they just lay right on top of there. So I'm still good. (laughs) See boobs, and there you go. I really don't have any, so... (laughs) Me either. She's fine. (laughs) They're fine. (laughs) Yeah. I used to be really, really upset about it when I was younger because, you know, itty bitty, uh, titty committee and all that. Um, But now, now I'm very, very joyous because... They have, look nice. They're I have not two, saggy. Yeah, I have two daughters who are very, very well endowed. And you talk about the back problems and the just overall the the heat that mm-hmm. comes from them. Everything. I'm I'm very very happy that uh, I got genetics from my father's side of the family from that. Well. <clears throat> okay, so <laughs> photography. Yes, I do photography. <laughs> How long have you been doing that? Um, uh, and did you always have a love for it? I've always had a love for photography. I've always had a love for it. There's um, like my parents have endless pictures of pictures that I took as a kid where I would like line up my stuffed animals and like take pictures of them um, like with my brother and like our dogs and stuff. Um, but I got my first camera when I was I think 17. Um I wasn't very good at it. I just re- I just really enjoyed it. I did uh, get second place at a 4-H uh, photog- uh, yeah. Yeah, photography contest <laughs> and that when I was uh, like 15. But that was, was it submitted to the fair as well. It wasn't a fair. It was like a specific that? just photography. Con- yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, and then um, I, I had won 4-H in the fourth grade for making bread. I thought I would just put that out there. I like bread. Mm-hmm. Make me some vegan bread. Um <laughs> But I started taking it like more seriously. Um, it was probably four or five years ago. Um, I started um, taking pictures at the Gentle Barn before they moved to Nashville. Um, I started off really just like taking pictures of animals. Um, but then that got a little scarce. And I mean, honestly, the money is in portraits. So I started mm-hmm. doing more portraits. Um, but. I've in the past two years I've like taken on clients and have invested in like a studio setup and stuff like that. Awesome, because mm-hmm. we're getting ready to have a series. Oh, perfect! <laughs> Hire oh, that's me. Super cool. <laughs> Hire me with all your money. Yeah, <laughs> all the money yes. that I'm supposed to have. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to write Daddy Elon and see if he can, he can fund me. You are not allowed to use those. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Totally. It's a thing I'm going to do now just to Somebody annoy the said, fuck out of Braddy from here on. Somebody said it's divorced dad behavior. And that's so fucking true. Which? Elon. Elon. He's Elon. having a midlife crisis. 
I don't even know what his. I don't. He's got five we have kids. To look him up. I know. Or he's got six. I'm sorry. I, these are the sound bites that pick me up. I know. It's like let's. Get, but <laughs> apparently he got rid of like his houses. His babies live in a house with the mom or whatever kind of a thing. But he lives in like a fifty thousand dollar modular tiny home. <clears throat> Supposedly, I don't know if that's true or not. I find it interesting. I guess the documentary in a few years will tell us. <sighs> Who knows? <laughs> I just, I just, you know, get all my information from Joe Rogan. <laughs> that's who Brady turned me on to. <laughs> she's gonna act like she's. Oh no, I don't like Joe. She's I was like listening to Joe Rogan on the way here, so. Because he had a female comedian on, and she's very, very funny. I've only so. ever listened to one Joe Rogan podcast, and it was because of <laughs> Alex Honnold, who's a famous rock climber. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. That's one of your little passions, mm-hmm. isn't it? Mm-hmm. I do love rock climbing. Yeah. <laughs> Indoors. I haven't actually gone outside yet. Because <laughs> I don't have any friends to go with me. To me, that shit is scary outside of it. Not. I mean, done, if you got a crash I've pad. I've done the rock climbing wall at the gym and stuff like that, and that's fun. And Have everything. you done bouldering where you're not attached to anything? No, and that's the fucking scary part. 10 out of 10 Ooh. would recommend. Well, the entire floor is a giant crash pad. It's great. <laughs> you can practice. Uh, um, I brought two queens, and they were like doing death drops on the crash, <laughs> crash pad. <laughs> it was a very gay time. <laughs> That sounds great. I have some friends that go climbing. Mm-hmm. Is it? Do you go out west Knoxville? Mm, like northwest. There's there's an outdoor one um, out like past Cro- or near Crossville. I can't remember what it's called though. I'll have to ask mm-hmm. them where they go. They but go there's one on regular. Western Avenue in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the, there's on site, and then there's River Sports yeah. on Sutherland. There used to be a cheerleading place. Too. And now the the uh, the Dick's House of Sport has mm-hmm. has a little wall you can climb. Do they? Yeah. <laughs> You know, I used to climb one like over dicks. there in Tanova in their gym. <laughs> <laughs> what is it that you like about that? Because I'm I'm a pussy and I'm too scared to do. It started with I was like obsessed with American Ninja Warrior. And then, oh, cool. Okay. And, and then um, so I would go to like trampoline parks and do their little ninja courses. Um, but then I realized that most of the athletes that do ninja warrior are climbers or uh climbers slash crossfitters so i was like okay well i'm gonna start climbing because that's gonna help me do ninja warrior and then i just ended up really mm-hmm. fucking liking climbing <laughs> and, and was like i'm just gonna keep doing this because this is fun enough that is where they always fuck up on ninja warrior it's always having to jump from a ladder mm-hmm. and gripping grip. something yep. mm-hmm. yeah you know, and you have smaller hands Little Which is great. It's great for cramps. Yeah. Little tiny holds. Nice. Okay. I was never able to do a pull-up until I started rock climbing. And now I can do pull-ups. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Where are your favorite places to go around here? I can't uh, talk ju- I just go to the indoor gym. I don't, I don't go anywhere else. When you go hiking. Oh, oh. hiking. Um, yeah. hi- oh, my gosh. So the best one I've been to is Hawksville in North Carolina. That was the most. I went with Cleo. It was like 360 views of these mountains that were like ethereal like they were oh my god there's no way to describe how beautiful it was 10 out of, and it's only like an hour long hike like it, it's really not bad 10 out of 10 everybody should go do that hike because okay. it's, it's incredible nice. 
Um, I have friends that live over in North Carolina. You like biking and all that? Uh, I actually don't really cycle. Um, I don't have a bike. I want to get one, but they're they're a little more of an expensive hobby, mm-hmm. and I'm a baller on a budget. You need yeah, to come over to yep. North Carolina with me next month. Okay. When I, I have a show at Quirky Birds. At what? At a... <laughs> Restaurant bistro called Quirky Birds. Quirky Birds. Okay. Yeah, my headliner is going to be DJ Lewis, and he he um, does comedy sometimes with Drew Morgan from the Liberal Rednecks. I don't know if mm. you know who yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trey yep. and Corey yeah. and Drew. But he's I moved drove back. <clears throat> Trey's old stomping grounds today. Mm-hmm. I was in Salina, Tennessee, yep. coming back. Beautiful, beautiful up there. I mean, just gorgeous country. I'm surprised the, nobody's paved over it yet. All around here is beautiful. Well, they had to, they had to protest some fracking, you know. I guess, and yeah. I know I'm truly evil in my soul when sometimes I think, well, damn those fracking gas prices, you know. <laughs> I kind of miss those fracking grass gas prices. <laughs> it's like you're a demon, but <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so. from those. Uh, billion dollar oil companies that have uh, made like record profits this year Michelle those, or those, whatever those yeah I don't want to talk about it I know because that that's mad uh, <laughs> I just gotta talk to daddy a lot and we're back <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm sorry it's gross no but more Elon my, um, I'm sorry I even brought him up one of my BFF's friends yeah you brought him up I by did, the way. I did. one of my BFF's friends uh, my BFF's daughter that's over there she is very um, sporty but she knows all the great places to go around there she grew up over in Cullowee Silva area I don't know where it's at Oh, it's two hours across the mountain. <laughs> it's like by Asheville, Bryson mm. City. I've been to Asheville. Well, I've only hiked in Asheville once. Um, but I've been to Asheville only two other times, but it wasn't to go hiking. We literally just drove there and came back. <laughs> oh, there's a there's a trail over there, Devil's something. It's got a cool waterfall. And- there's one called the Devil's Hole. Yeah. <laughs> Cleo, Cleo said that we need to do the devil's hole. I drove by a place called Bubba's Honey Hole, and I wanted to go in there so bad. Because I got didn't a job. Know, well, I wanted to know if they, if it was a strip club or if they actually sold honey. That's what I wanted to know. What kind, what, go what kind of hole are you in there. About? With the child. But it's just one of those little places because I didn't go the interstate. It's I went through all these little glory holes. Yes. <laughs> Mama's honey hole. <laughs> that's that's my new This might have been in Kentucky. That's my burlesque name. <laughs> Bubba's honey hole. <laughs> Sorry. Go. I'm on one today. Y'all just <laughs> very ignore me. Go. <laughs> So what's the future? What's the future? Yeah, what's the future? Mm, just trying to stay alive right now. <laughs> I can't think that far ahead. I'm trying to make it to tomorrow. It's like one day at a time. Right. <laughs> Literally. I'm trying to make it to tomorrow. Do you have a muggle job? Is photography your muggle job? No, my muggle job is I am a veterinary technician or assistant. Oh, gosh. So you love the fur babies. Mm-hmm. I do very much. 
Yeah, you definitely need to come with me. <laughs> like seriously, a comedy I can't show stay. and animals. Yeah, <laughs> my well, my best friend. I can't stay birds. at her house. I'm allergic Porky to birds. dogs, which is the worst. Like, oh gosh, yeah. I know. It's yeah. Like I hate that I about hate myself. That for you. It's I, terrible. It is the worst thing. <laughs> seriously, it's horrifying. And um, <clears throat> together with her daughter's dogs, they have seven over there she makes them rotate them out every two hours <laughs> like they have to rotate the dogs yeah. <laughs> but um yeah courtney is a vet tech i don't know if i'm supposed to say her she doesn't care if i say her name she doesn't listen they don't listen nobody <laughs> so it doesn't matter <laughs> doesn't matter i don't know we have big spikes somebody is <laughs> <laughs> just the one just the one person <laughs> Yeah, we have one person. It's regular. Wouldn't it be funny if it was Elon Musk? <laughs> you did it. I know. It's like saying the word monkey. Like every day. Now that yeah. I've told you, I'm going to yeah. curse you with every day you're going to see a monkey now for the rest of your days. <laughs> Damn Somebody's it. either going to say monkey or you're going to see a monkey. I mean, there are worse things that you could see every day. <laughs> it's true. Are there... No. There absolutely is. Yes, there are. But it does. It. Fecal delivery would be one of them. Oh, God. Well, do we want to give... Do so. we want to... Should we talk toxic femininity? Oh, toxic femininity? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, were you afraid I was going to say something else? <laughs> well, I mean, you don't hear that very as often as you do toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. There is uh, toxic femininity. I mean, if you look at Amber Heard and... I'm gonna throw Jada in there too. I think Jada is extremely toxic, but you and know, I've known many. My mother I used was to a bang toxic her bodyguard, woman. and he did not like her at all. <laughs> he was like, mm. you know, nobody think it's sad when you think about going on a coffee break <laughs> when shit goes down. <laughs> the person you're supposed to be protecting is like, I gotta go pee. <laughs> now, does toxic femininity only occur in attractive women? No, because they are easier. They're easy not to manipulate, but manipulate because of their beauty and such. I honestly think all women can manipulate men. Period. Thank you. See, I just but think it's not hard. I think that, right. Men are stupid, and then getting it hard is how and you I manipulate them. Respect them. But they're yes, they're stupid, and yes, yeah. I think they're very easy to manipulate. I think there are a lot of women that boss the hell out of, around of men and are mean to men and get away with being mean to men yeah. because they're females. Are you fearful of that? You uh, know, now that no, I'm a. To me, I'm scared of of me coming off as toxic or threatening so like because I've been on the other side of it you know if I'm walking down the street I make sure that I'm not like too close behind a woman or um you know I I honestly I really don't like make much eye contact like if I do hold the door for someone or anything like that um because I don't want to I don't want to be seen as you know misogynistic or um threatening to anybody much less a woman because I've been there are there trans men out there that once they transition and you might not know the answer once they transition they become toxic like like it's a oh man it's so wrong to say but like it's a pass you know oh i'm a man now so i can be a douche well you just reminded me of something else i want to ask you there's there there are a lot of uh trans masculine people who feel 
like they have to overcompensate because they are trans. Mm-hmm. So um, a lot of the times, even when it's unnecessary, they'll um, they'll try to be hyper masculine just to prove to people around them, you know, that they're man that. enough. But the yeah. th- but the thing is, is it it doesn't matter because you're you're a man. It it and, and it that's just the end of it. Yeah. Right as yeah. douchery yeah. is there, how it translates. Right. And there are plenty of feminine men. There <laughs> mm-hmm. are plenty of men who are you know right in the middle. You know that have feminine and masculine uh, qualities or tendencies or you know whatever. I think as but, humans, we all have feminine and masculine yeah. yes. qualities. Period. Yeah. I think that we are binary. Right in general but that's me now yeah go ahead damn it before you forget it (laughs) yeah because now we'll be talking masculine uh if i know i just forgot and it'll come back as soon as braddy starts talking i want to talk over (laughs) so if you could just (laughs) just if you just start babbling yeah if you would just talk for a minute damn it but a lot of people have to a lot of trans mass people do that because of dysphoria so it's not like mm-hmm. they're not intentionally you know trying to come off as misogynistic or mm-hmm. whatever it's just i would think the testosterone testosterone alone would would make would at you know yeah. kind of for lack of a better word agitate your behavior a little um, um it can uh there there is a thing especially known as if your rage. doctors let you choose your dose oh my god <laughs> Jeez. If your if your doctor asks you what how much <laughs> testosterone you should be on, you should find another doctor. Um, but uh, there is a thing known as like T rage in the community, which usually only happens um, in, in the you know first couple of weeks or so that you're on T, just because I mean your hormones affect so much of how your body reacts to stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know it, when you have the influx of testosterone, um, it it hormones do so much to your body that a lot of people do get you know more agitated for a little bit before well, well i'm hell. a complete asshole because i know that my estrogen and progesterone is That's down I was just and my testosterone is higher mm-hmm. i am a shit mm-hmm. and is you know i'm i'm toxic sometimes to my yes man, i've noticed know? it's my body is not producing as much estrogen anymore that i am a bigger bitch than I've ever was and I've spent a lot of my life trying to counter from when I was a bitch in my early years I'm really and I don't want to go back to being that person and you're so, trying to make up for all the I am evil that you did yes I was Pollyanna and so good for so long that now I'm trying to be like you know it's about me sometimes and now it comes off as <laughs> you're just an ass you're such a <laughs> it's like oh great you know, I've let you walk over me like a doormat forever, but it's fine. I don't know. Gosh, why is it? It was going to be, it was a good question too. Have you had any altercations or anything? Or have you been safe, you feel mm. like, in your... Well, I do have, now, have white male privilege because I'm that was what I thank okay. you oh my god go. because right. I'm so glad what I wanted to ask because I want the secrets <laughs> because I have a friend who um you may know I'm not gonna name them here and mm-hmm. they're trans masculine and I remember reading a Facebook Facebook post he made about listen I hear the men because when you were talking about how um 
people treated you or whatever. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed differences in pay scale? Oh, yeah. well, Have you noticed scale. being treated differently by the boys club? And, you know, if they just assume. So um, at work, question. at work, it's I, I'm very transparent with any employer. My, my employer knows I'm trans. Um, and um, oh, well, then heck no, you're not getting any. Like this person just fully didn't. They just stealth. Yes, Mm -hmm, and so they were like, "Y'all, women still get a raw ass deal, and you know stuff like that." So I wanted to know. I mean, and I can uh, speak from the perspective of like locker room talk. Yeah, like because um, I've been in both locker rooms, and uh, it, it it is. It is both worse and not as bad as you think. A lot of the shit that men talk about in locker room is stupid and like does not matter or they're like on the phone talking to whoever about about, about plumbing supplies. Yeah. It's it's yeah. dumb. Yeah. Yes. But it's, it's stuff I know that, that women... there's like I am a boy mom, so I know how gross that yeah. right. Like yeah. I know that they're stupid. <laughs> but he's but they don't even really probably talk about sex so much as they talk about just the mundane mm-hmm. minutia that mm-hmm. goes on in their life. Right. But there is definitely um, uh, very, there, I mean, it's like, it's a very different aura whenever, you know, they start talking about women in the locker room. Um, and of course, like, I don't, when I'm at the gym, like, um, like I change and stuff like in the shower. So, you know, they've never seen my scars yeah, or anything they don't like know. that. They just, um, and, um, so I, I do hear all of the, the gross shit that they say as far as like stuff out, just like out in the world, I have noticed a difference, not so much in the way women treat me, but men for sure. You know, I get buddy a lot and, um, you know, they call me brother and yeah, always like that. brother. Yeah. That's a fucking Southern yeah. thing. I know yeah. my, brother. my son calls everybody brother too. And it's just like, dude. Um, and it, that's best brother. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All I see is, uh, uh the wrestler. There was, um, Hulk Hogan. Oh, yeah. Every time they say it, that's how it, it translates in my brain. All right, brother. <laughs> every time I see Aubrey now, we go, hey, brother. It's my everyday life. Um, I was at this um, at this event with my ex, and um, she was, like, thinking about getting a snake or something. And, and um, I was like, you know, I don't know if we should get a snake because of X, Y, and Z or whatever. And the guy... Uh, behind the counter was like you give her what she wants you get what you want and I'm like gosh you just have no idea do you <laughs> you just, you just it, it do not work like that <laughs> it is not you 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 barking up the wrong tree so it is it's it's fun in moments like that where like I can laugh at the, the fact that it's just like hey, you don't know <laughs> but um for the most part um it's really it's those like small interactions that are different whereas like pre-transition you know, I got sweetheart and baby and dark. smile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you walk? I hope you walk around smiling all the damn time right now, just because. <laughs> I definitely, I definitely got the smile. Just because nobody's asking you to. I like just and, do it because you wanna. <laughs> yeah. 
Yep. <laughs> yeah, I do, I do not get that anymore. That is for sure. But I do, um, a lot of people, because of the way I present, like, I I also, while I do have white male privilege, I do come off as gay to most people. Like, I typically wear, like, you know, shorter shirts or, like, I'll wear a crop top. Um, and I am short and I do have, like, what society considers, like, gay mannerisms. But... Mm-hmm. Um, so there, there's still also that disconnect between me and cis men because they're like, is this guy gay? Like, well, you're about why, to... why is he dancing to formation in the locker room mirror? Meet my daddy and you'll know he also presents. No, <laughs> he's going to kill you one day. He's going to unalive you one day. No, he isn't. Cause, cause he loves you. You've got all the money. He and he knows that I have more testosterone in my body right now than he does. So. You want to wrestle? <laughs> right, brother. <laughs> yeah, brother. <laughs> it is silly. Um, oh, men are feel free to say crazy. no, but I'm just really freaking curious. Um, oh God, I get afraid. <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna shun me for D, no. but she's gonna ask you whatever. <laughs> um, we never really touched on your sexuality. Mm-hmm. Um, can we talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Are you yeah, um, with? All- <laughs> <laughs> With all the hormones and everything. Yes, the hormones. Does sex feel different? Well, it grows. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's great. 10 out of 10. <laughs> I Depending. think I want no, some more testosterone. Like, <laughs> is, is your clip more sensitive? Uh, so, I call it my dick. Okay, um, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank um, you. Yes, uh, because, I mean, it... I mean, it it comes out of the hood, mm-hmm. and it has a head, just like a, a cis dick does. And yep, yes, it is. <laughs> but it's that's pretty groovy. It's good yeah. for me because because of that, it has made uh, my sex life like more emotionally fulfilling. Just because mm-hmm. of the way it looks and how I feel when I'm with a partner. Um, so it's you know it's not even though I do have bottom dysphoria it's not as bad as it was pre testosterone. So female organs are able to orgasm multiple multiple times. Are you still able I, to do that? I never do internally. Okay. Um, and externally, I'm pretty much one and done. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate. <laughs> And I'm just wondering, could that be the testosterone? So it um, could. Yeah. I never enjoyed also, like, I was, I I mean, I don't mind penetration, but I, it's never, it's never been my preference. Um, so uh, that is so me, opposite. You're me, speaking a completely foreign language right. to Braddy. No, well, <laughs> penetration, but I mean, I feel the same way about eating out. Mm. I could take it or leave it. Right. You know, it's whatever to me. It also depends on who's doing. Right. Yeah, not everybody yeah. is great at it yeah. either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Grain of salt. <laughs> Grain of salt. <laughs> circumstantial. That is 100% circumstantial. You know. And whereas, yeah, because if, if you're with just. Penetration too, yeah, if you're just yeah. not attractive yeah. to a person, you're just not yeah. attracted to them. Right. You can't help. You just can't help. Yeah. Them. And, you know, people get, like, I guess coerced into it or you know shamed into it mm-hmm. or something like that oh yeah. or feel sorry a pity fuck yeah you know goes on just why can't just take the rejection and mm. move on 
Yeah. yeah. Well, does your testosterone make you uh, deny rejection? <laughs> No, I don't know. Testosterone does, or is that just the, you know? I say I take rejection pretty well, I'd like to think. <laughs> just, I just don't understand. I try not to be pushy. I also like, I don't want to be with someone who doesn't want to be with me. Right. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I don't, you know, I like, you know, TV and movies where the like, the guy like chases the girl and it's like, you're the only one I want. And Pepe I'm just like, if you don't want me, like, there ain't nothing gonna happen because because yeah. because I it's the yeah. desert for me. I'm not Literal. Brock Turner. I can't like I like I I don't understand how guys want girls or anyone who doesn't want them back. <laughs> I don't think that's sexy. <laughs> I'm like you yeah. don't want me. That's it's the hot. conquest though. It's the that's gross. <laughs> right? Yeah, it is. But it, it's the thrill. It's the chase. And then that brings it all the way back around. To misogyny and objectivity of women, <laughs> Be- yes. seeing women as objects and as property, and, and that's, prizes yeah, to be won, right? And I don't get me wrong, everything that's attached to it is is what you're supposed to go for. <laughs> it is so beautiful, and and I definitely I understand why, you know, there there's all this like deep connection to like uh wanting to experience the female body, but uh guys you'll get a lot you'll get a lot further if you just ask her about herself (laughs) yeah do you think that we're raising a generation of kinder gentle men yes i have a question i do in the process do you think that pre-transition it has helped you out tremendously in your post-transition and dating and how to treat a woman it is yeah it's affected the way i view it for sure because i don't i don't want to be seen as that guy mm-hmm. you know i don't but i also know that women too because of the way people assigned female at birth are socialized have in internal misogyny and will mm-hmm. also objectify women and it's it's something that every day I have to like be conscious of um, to basically make sure that I'm not doing that. Um, and of course I'm human, so I mess that up. But as far as like dating, it's, it made me, it, it honestly made me realize that for someone who also uh, identifies as a feminist, like I was not feminist like pre-transition either because I was probably a lot worse like the way that I viewed women and it was probably because I fucking hated myself mm-hmm. because I well was assigned female. I do find it interesting. There's some things like uh, uh, you know I bring I'll bring up different subject matter and my former daughter-in-law had posted something and I was like, see, I've brought this up and then I'm the bad person or bad toward gay men or whatever. But, uh, she, she was like, let's normalize consent in gay clubs before they start grabbing your titties before gay men start grabbing your boobs. You know, like, um, it never fails if, in the past now now that i have the elderlies it's not and also i know more people in the community but when i would go out gay men constantly would grab my tits want to suck my tits want to see my tits 
you know, motorboat my boobs, whatever. I mean, it was very non-consensual, just automatic grab you. Come behind me and grab my boobs or whatever um, without consent or permission. Yep. Almost like, well, I'm a gay man. <clears throat> that shouldn't matter, you know? And it would be just as bad if a gay female came and did all of those things right. as well. And I didn't know, were you kind of... Douchey lesbian? Were you like uh, very not to that extent? No. <laughs> hey, what's up? Um, I, mean, I mean, I would definitely, I would definitely hit on women, but I would not. I would never grab someone's chest. <laughs> uh, it's crazy yeah. at how because that much also happened that to stuff me. Happens. I did drag um, a long time ago. You'll never find the videos, but I. I'm gonna go search. <laughs> you, you won't find them, but that happened to me in the the changing room, like before a show, as I was like about to like bind my chest like one of the queens came up and just started doing the, whatever. it is yeah. a weird it's a weird dynamic yeah. and you know i've in my butt like mm -hmm. i do have a juicy booty and i get you know doesn't really bother me now because right. it's attention and I run after it but <laughs> even if it's bad attention but grab my ass yeah. not even think about it and i'm like i get it i understand but you know we roped that off well, I think um, <laughs> with the generation that's coming up, especially, um, this stuff is being talked about on so many di more different levels. It's it's being uh, talked about in like modern TV shows and stuff uh, to where, because, you know, even, even 15 years ago, the uh, people talking about like that type of consent like you said is like oh we're in a gay bar it's not a threat but that's that's just not true um because consent because is consent regardless mm -hmm. um but i think people are becoming more aware of that and people are um uh people are becoming a lot more fearful of being seen that way so mm -hmm. they are being a lot more thoughtful about was this actually consent like even for me like if i um you know i'm hanging out with someone and they've been drinking like i i i really like i'm not one to have sex while someone else is drinking i've been sober for eight years but congratulations so, that's awesome thank you. yeah um and so like if i'm for me it's it's not a big deal because i don't drink but if i'm with someone who is drinking i am like hyper aware of how how they're acting what they are saying if what they're saying is making sense because i do not want any blurred lines mm -hmm. for any type of consent not even not even if we're not even talking about sex here like mm -hmm. just um the type of conversations you can have with people because people also have to consent to uh be asked shit about themselves you know so like um people being under the influence of anything i try to be hyper aware just because since i do pass as a white a white man like i don't i i i don't want to be that fucking yeah. asshole you know yeah i don't want someone to um i don't want to be feared what sucks is as as a parent of you know a male child or whatever um, when you raise them, you believe you're raising them as gentlemen or whatever. And then like what you were talking about with locker room talk mm -hmm. and other influences right. as well, you know, as dumb decisions that they make. I don't know what's in their particular lizard brain, but good God, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to live even a day <laughs> in that brain. So, you know, they do dumb things even when they're 
raised well, but I am curious because I think that our generation, like my kids are millennials and Gen Z, like first gen Gen Z type situation. Uh, and they're in their late twenties now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, they, they have to be responsible men and women. And right. for the most part, uh, you know, my son is very kind and considerate. You know, he's, uh, we were at my daughter's birthday party this past weekend and she had a gay male friend there who, oh my gosh, like was all over my son who is straight. And then when they sobered up, they were like, thank you so much for not punching me. And he was like, I would not punch you. And I have lived with the two gay men before and I'm used to being chased around the table. And I thought, wow, <laughs> you know, wow, <laughs> he, well, would, he would not, uh, but he was a very good sport about it. But I mean, it was uncomfortable, yeah. like for even the people that were in there, because it was um, we knew he was flirting and being funny. But it, yeah, well, that's it why like a lot. Those conversations are so important because um, uh, especially regarding consent in any type of queer community, because, you know, um, there are people who are playful like that, you know, or mm-hmm. or flirty or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's just one of those things where like a conversation needs to happen first, you know, there, you know, you're always gonna, you go out to a bar and there's, you know, there's going to be people wilding out and, um, there needs to be space for people even in those atmospheres to be like, I don't want that. That's, uh, that doesn't make me, or that makes me uncomfortable, you know? And, um, or it was fun for the first hour. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But we're on hour right. three now. And I'm going to need you to settle to down a little, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But yeah, fortunately, he really isn't a super big douchebag. So he, what I'm taking away from all this is that we can all do better and yeah. be better. All of us. just as humans, we're all learning. Just, yeah, you know, but we're messy. Constantly. Humans are yeah. messy, and mm-hmm. I think that there definitely needs to be some grace and mercy mm-hmm. from everyone. Dealing with everyone, and I tell grace you, I, and mercy with accountability. Yes, yes. accountability yes. is very big. Mm-hmm. And I just I thank you so much for coming on here today. Oh, yeah, and you've course. you've just opened my eyes to so many things that I didn't know. And I'm so grateful for Shucks. that. Um, if people want to see your photography, or you know, just want to get to know you, mm-hmm. um, do you want to give out your social, or sure. we can tell people to. Email us at gabandgirltime at gmail.com. Yeah, my Instagram is obslore, A-U-B-S-L-O-R. Mm-hmm. Obslore? Yep, A-U-B-S-L-O-R. I'm trying to write all that down when I do the description, so. And then you can also follow mine and Cleo's Gays Do Nature on TikTok. <gasps> oh, yes. <laughs> do, do I follow that? You should. <laughs> <laughs> it's just us being gay in the woods <laughs> that's the best yeah it's a lot of fun so they post they a do. lot more than i do but it's it's always what's the content fun. uh it's literally gays do nature like <laughs> um there's one of cleo <laughs> where we're like she, they're in front of this tree and it's like it's it's like uh a deadfall and it's it's the the tree's like pretty close to be like just dying um and there's just like all the holes in the tree and they're just like how many holes you got right there 
It's a lot of holes, and then they just count them. <laughs> going to the picture. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking hilarious. Ten out of ten would recommend. <laughs> and I am Brady Von Beaverhausen on Instagram and Bruce Tonsils on Fet and TikTok. And I'm Gabin Gale Time on IG and TikTok. I had another TikTok go kind of semi-viral. Like I feel like I'm not shadow banned anymore. <laughs> So because I haven't been posting with the hashtag, it, it's me. <laughs> is it you? Yeah, I'm the bad luck schlep rock of this, of this adventure. And the question is a stitch. And the question is, what is something that men do that annoys annoys you, but you think is harm, but they think is harmless? And I said things like, okay, the sexual innuendos. Oh the, yeah, the fucking. Uh, I saw your TikTok. Yeah. I didn't know yeah. it went kind of viral. That's cool. Yeah. It, well, it didn't at first, and now it's picking up a little speed. So, yay. Mm-hmm. The Just, right person it's shared the hand, it. It's the hand on the small of the back. That's right. That's yeah. the, that's the. oh, this is harmless. Like, don't fucking touch me. <laughs> <laughs> Mind your business. Yeah. It doesn't happen to me anymore. But some people it did. like that, and some people hate it. Which but is it's fine. it's the non-consensual right. hand yeah. on the back. That's... that's that, Consent mm-hmm. is the big thing. Exactly. Enth- practice enthusiastic <laughs> consent. Yeah, it's the if it's not if it's not a fuck yes, it's a fuck no. <laughs> Correct. Um, the age of these men that do that, I'm curious. All of them. Um, it for before I transitioned, um, it was it was usually older men. That yeah. Did it to me. Well, they were also taught at a time. To mm-hmm. do these things mm-hmm. as a gentleman, right. like um, chivalry. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the and I dated a person who was in security for other people and stuff like that. And the things that they would do, um, he would do things very interesting. Uh, just, um, you know, walk behind you going up the stairs mm-hmm. in case mm-hmm. you fall down. Mm-hmm. Walk in front of you going down the stairs walk on the in side case of the street. Yeah, where the he walks on the side are. of the street. He's yeah. very, like all of that stuff. Which is all Very great. mindful. But if they touch always- you non-consensually, it's not great if you don't want to be... But you can the the thing with that is always erring on the side of safety. So like, oh, they might enjoy this, but in the case they don't, you probably shouldn't. <laughs> right. Or just ask. Correct. Yeah. Well, and see, I mean, and, you know, we were seeing each other, so I'm yeah. sure that it was, Yeah. I mean, he had implied consent yeah. for whatever we were doing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yeah. Danny doesn't have to ask you, probably, because consent's implied. Right. Since your property. <laughs> I mean, it's... <laughs> It's true. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It is true. <laughs> I understand. Blanket it's just consensual consent, property. Yeah, <laughs> there. I mean, there could be. So, uh, yeah, but who's owning who? It's true. You know. I, look, it depends on who you ask. But I, if she's smiling when you I do own fifty-one percent of this company. <laughs> <laughs> if you she's got, smiling when you I do got it, all she's the in pussy control. and half the money. <laughs> that's how that works i'm so damn dumb i was so dumb growing up like Mm -hmm. and being redhead and people would just say shit all the time like 
and grown ass men, which is gross, but it was always like red on it, fire in the hole, and I'd be looking around like, "There's a fire? Where's the fire?" I didn't fucking know what they were talking about. Somebody told me I was sitting on a gold mine. I had no idea what that meant for years. Okay, I have to tell you the funniest <laughs> thing that happened at this past party. Okay, the funniest thing, and then we'll then we'll go. So I. Um, I got a chance to do fire cupping, mm-hmm. and uh, I love fire play. Was that this past weekend yes. that you went and you were dressed up and looked so pretty? You looked very thanks, pretty. Thanks. Okay, now go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> it was a member's birthday there, uh, one of our close friends. Mm-hmm. It was her birthday, and uh, I made a wonderful little coconut chocolate mounds cake and everything. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Doing fire cupping. Um and the person that's doing it, the fire cupper, part, yeah, the, the fire <laughs> cupper, was showing my dom how to. Um, he had like I guess this kind of torch kind of thing. I don't know because I was on my stomach, but kind of torch kind of thing. And he goes, he was telling my husband, "Hey, just pull her cheeks open and like just blow the fire." And uh you know like are you okay with that and i said i guess i don't know what you're doing but okay so he does it and i just start laughing and i go i love it when people blow smoke up my ass and the whole house went down they had that, i'm sure it was hilarious it was it was fucking hilarious that's good the timing. quote of the night and and the fire cupping was fun not so much the blowing on the asshole i mean the blowing fire on the asshole that i mean that was okay you know, it would have been so much better. Three out of ten, maybe. <laughs> like I, would... I don't fart, Gail. <laughs> well, you should have mustered it up for that day. Because <laughs> that is what would have happened to me. I would have been embarrassed that they were even down there and just... <laughs> it's a good thing Danny doesn't wear a beard. <laughs> oh, God. Have you had fun today? Lots of fun. Mm, are you going to sing with us? I know you're going to sing with us because you have been to mostly every Braddy's cathartic karaoke. What are we singing? Oh, it's the same as the intro, baby. Okay, I'll try and keep up. You know, it's so okay. good oh, okay, and right. so lyrical. There's so many... <laughs> It's going to be at Madison Square Garden. It's got Gardens. a lot of words. It's like, you know, we're like Eminem here. Okay. Yeah. I am a speed rapper. <laughs> nice. I really am. That's he, super better. Yes, he is. That's awesome. That makes me if happy. If you would like to see dur, Aubrey dur, dur. speed rap, <laughs> please come to the next Braddy's Cathartic Karaoke, karaoke. which is May 7th. <laughs> I'm That's just going to do cool. that every cathartic. Okay. Year. Now, I know you said May 7th. What kills me is my dad's birthday. He would have been 100 years old on May 5th. And what is wild is forever I thought the man was racist. Like, because he just hated tacos and Mexican food and all this stuff. And literally, this is how dumbass I am. I'm talking to my sister and she's like... Oh, yeah. He can't stand Mexican food because Cinco de Mayo is his birthday. And I thought, well, that whole time I thought he was racist. (laughs) It was just because his birthday is on Cinco de Mayo. You know how tiring it would be if your birthday was Cinco de Mayo and everybody's like, tacos! And you're like, fuck, tacos. It's funny you say that because I do know what it's like (laughs) to have a birthday on May 5th because that's my daughter's birthday. Oh, very 
very cool. Yeah, and we love Mexican food, so. Well, I know. I just, you know. Well, she's not 100. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Neither yeah, is yeah. he. Yeah, he's I'm not sorry. anymore. He's Dang. been gone a few years now. Dang, His bones are, though. His bones are 100. <laughs> I've been up for a while. I've had a toddler. <laughs> Kick me in the stomach all oh, night. Geez. I'm tired. I probably today. need to go home. I've drove four hours today. Yeah, we're sad for you. You have the world's tiniest violin. You had to do shit. I know, but it's awful. you do have the one up on me because your dad actually loved you and took care of you and all that good stuff. Yeah, he wasn't even nope. my real dad. Yeah. <laughs> Both dads yeah. loved me. I had Both dads loved you. I didn't have anyone love me, so <laughs> it's fine. I had two that loved me, so. And one didn't even have to. He was just like, yeah, I'm in. Hey, our listeners, my gosh, we thank you so much for listening. If you've gotten this far, you're awesome. email me. I'll send you a sticker. Yeah. If you'd email us, you might get on the show. You might get a sticker. Who knows? Who knows? All right. You don't know. You know what? We thank you so much for listening to Gavin, girl time. Gavin, girl time. Gavin, girl time. Father of mine. <laughs> Tell me, where have you been? That's all I can contribute. <laughs> Bing. <laughs>